Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. September 3rd, it is a three-day weekend. It is Labor Day weekend. I hope you have an amazing time. Don't forget, if you're a one rental at a time fan or student, it is not permission to not do the work. You got to look at your buy box. You got to track what's going on. The real estate market, the housing market is slowing down. It is changing right in front of us. This is not a time to get lazy. This is not a time to skip a day. Do the work. It's 20 minutes. For some of you who have been doing it a while, let's be honest. It's not 20 minutes. It's 10 minutes. When you get good, it is far more efficient. Get a buy box. Look at it every day. Track what's going on. It is amazing times. Second, I don't normally do this, but let's look at the scoreboard. We just passed 37,000 subscribers. I want to thank each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Obviously, we are doing this tracking because we want to spend some money. We want to spend some more money. At 50,000, we are going to plan and execute a party in Vegas. Not sure if it'll be one or two days who will be the surprise guests, but folks, we are on our way to 50,000. Let's be honest, though. We only had 1,000 subscribers last month. So it might take us one year to get there. I personally believe we do amazing work at one rental at a time. We talk to seven, eight, nine millionaires every week for you. We are bringing you quality content. We have the daily financial news. We do whiteboard discussions. I hope there's a time that you hit the subscribe button. And the channel explodes. And more importantly, if you are a subscriber, please share the videos and ask your friends, your network, your real estate meetups, your real estate groups to check out one rental at a time. There will be a moment, I'm convinced of it, where we skyrocket for subscribers. So, hey, maybe it's today. Like, subscribe, comment. Let's let's do it. Second, don't forget, in about 28 minutes, I will do one hour of your questions and my answers. The earlier you get on, the more likely your question will get answered. If you've watched my channel for the last three or four months, we average about 200 plus people watching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But if you join after the 20 minute mark, there is a chance I can't get to your question. If you wanna cut the line, we do have the super chat feature that you could use that jumps you right to the front of the line. I turn that on because all the YouTube experts say, hey, Michael, do super chats. YouTube gets a cut and they will raise your channel. So the only time I talk about super chats are on the one hour live stream Saturday. So you can jump the line on those if you would like. So let's look at uh, the daily news, September 3rd. Where are the jobs, right? We got the jobs number yesterday. I think it was 318,000. Maybe it was 315. Doesn't matter. Over 300,000 jobs added in the month of August. It looks like, excuse me, professional in business services added 68,000. Healthcare, over 48,000. Retail trade, 
44,000, leisure and hospitality, 31, and manufacturing, 22,000. All in all, solid numbers. Uh, again, remember, wage inflation came in at 0.3, a.k.a. 5.2% for the year. That That is a number we will talk about later uh, in a few minutes, but don't forget that, 5.2%. So again, jobs up. It'll be very interesting to see if we are continually adding jobs as we get to the end of the year, as summer goes behind us. We enter winter, the holiday season. It's going to be very interesting to see how the job picture picks up. Next, the Fed. Again, Jerome Powell. Pain is coming. Suffering is coming. The unemployment rate has to go up. It just, it has to. Jerome Powell, whether you saw it or not, pointed at the unemployment rate and said, you have to go up. Well, yesterday, folks, he got his first step. We went from 3.5 to 3.7. Participation rate went up. Again, more folks are unemployed. But Powell is happy. Again, there are two things that we must watch. The unemployment rate. That has to go up. My random guess, random guess, is Jerome Powell wants the unemployment rate somewhere between 5.5 and 6%. If he could get the unemployment rate to kind of get there by the summer of next year, I think Jerome Powell is happy. I think he's going to feel like he did his job because to him, the only way to get to a soft landing, a shallow recession, is to gradually raise the unemployment rate. Now, if the unemployment rate shoots to 8%, 9%, 10%, I think that's a problem. This is something you and I are going to have to watch every month. It's every month. The Bureau of Economic Statistics or Labor or whatever they are called puts out employment number. Usually, it's the first Friday of the month. It is an important number that we will talk about every month, probably for the next 12 months. Jobs, unemployment rate, wages. Here is the other thing. If we get unemployment rate going up, but wages go up, which is possible, it is possible, that might be a problem. Because I think the, well, I know the Fed wants unemployment to go up and they want wage pressure, wage pressure to come down. If we continue to have 5% wage inflation for the next two years, CPI, CPI core is not coming down. That's just how it works, folks. Embedded in CPI core across all of those things is wages. We need unemployment up and wage pressure to come down. Now, we don't need wage deflation. I'm not calling for any of that. But we need it to settle down. We need wages 2, 2.5, 3%. Nothing north of 5 5% or above is a problem. It just is. Next, if you watch my channel, 
you watch my conversation with Greg Dickerson, who was a builder. What I am about to tell you is exactly what we told you was coming. In fact, I have this shirt on my table that I'm going to grab. Sorry for getting a little close. Remember this? One of you, somebody asked me to create this. So we did. Apparently, I say nailed it a lot. Well, we nailed this one. CFO and CEO of Havnanian. Havnanian is a home builder, if you don't know. Says, we have shown greater profit when we build for rent communities. We have talked about that many, many times. Second, we have the ability to take for sale communities and pivot to for rent communities. Third and final answer, we are, we are switching from for sale to for rent. Again, folks, more profitable. Willing buyers, they're doing it right now. So what does this mean? As we have told you, this, oh my God, there's so much inventory in new home construction. It is going to go away like that. Some of you get your deal, get your discount, go nuts. If you get into a community with one, two, or three units left, go get your deal. They'll blow those out. But if you're into a community that's the second phase of 13 phases, guess what, folks? That is going to become our for rent community, and all of that inventory will just magically disappear. They make more money. Willing buyers, they are switching right now. We told you this was coming. All of these channels screaming about home builders going out of business and 30% drops. These kids don't understand business. CFO, CEO of Havnanian says they are doing it right now. They can do it midstream. They can change by street, by cul-de-sac. Folks, this is what businesses do. They maximize profit. If they can't sell to a homeowner because it's unaffordable, they'll stick a renter in it and sell it to Wall Street, private equity, hedge funds, insurance companies. This was predictable, and now it is happening. And yes, we nailed it. Shout out Rick Rick, uh, Policios, uh, who quoted or took a snapshot of uh, Havnanian's earning announcement and put it on Twitter. You got to follow Rick. You got to follow John Burns Real Estate Consulting. They're just, if you're in real estate, these guys are must, must follows. Next up, we have somebody saying, this, this hurts to say, why can't it be worse than the 1970s? I want you to think about that for a minute. If you are too young to know about the 70s, let me just tell you, they sucked. They were horrible, horrible. His name is Neil Ferguson. He says, why can't the 2020s be worse than the 1970s? We have lower productivity. We have higher debt. And our demographics are not in our favor. Not to mention migration. He's right. Why can't this be worse than the 1970s? 
If you haven't looked at the 52-year spreadsheet yet and dove into the 1970s, whether it's the S&P or the misery index or inflation or real versus nominal prices, you are missing out. It is available. There should be a link below once this video posts to Teachable. I have a free course on Teachable. I didn't know where else to put it. It is there for you to consume, to digest, to look at. Look at the 1970s, 1970 to 79. It was yucky. I think the S&P went up like one point or something like maybe 11 points for the decade. It was a horrible time, horrible time. So again, Neil Ferguson, I am with you. I produced this 52-year spreadsheet because I was concerned about the 1970s. I do agree that we might visit that again. Yes, productivity is down. Higher debt, demographics, migration. You're right. It, man, this, 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 like, this is a gut punch. It could be worse than the 1970s. Next, I don't know if you've seen, but one in five or 20% of homes now have a price drop. Again, folks, we told you this was coming. Wish pricing, remember that talk? July 20th was the date the world shifted. All the inventory flooded the market with wish pricing. We are now starting to see cancellations and expireds grow. I believe by the end of September, we will have less inventory. Again, I think we have less inventory. If you are in the housing crash camp, you have to believe that inventory is going up. It's just, that's the only way you get a price crash is inventory has to go up. Supply has to dwarf envelop surround demand if inventory goes down it doesn't matter if demand goes down also there will always be some buyers that have to buy so again 20 percent price drops does it mean prices are coming down no a price drop means nothing it is a closed transaction that means something you and i have no idea what the initial price was. It was probably wish pricing. It was probably some seller going, hey, if I get my number, I'll move. Oops, I didn't get my number. I'm not going anywhere. And let's not forget, if we are at the beginning of a multi-month, multi-quarter rate rise, I believe the 30-year rate crossed six. I believe we will slowly climb to seven. We will have more demand destruction. We will have more supply destruction. We will have an easier time finding motivated sellers. Again, the deal of the decade for me has come between Thanksgiving and New Year's, seven out of 10 years. I think we're going to do it again. Do the work, figure it out. Super bubble. Good old Jeremy Grantham. Mr. Bubble himself, who loves to take credit for calling the last bubble. Well, hey, if you call 17 bubbles, you're bound to get one right just by happy luck. Blind squirrels find a nut now and again. That said, I think asset prices are inflated. I think asset prices have to come down. I think the Fed is on a journey to raise rates into the face of a recession. I believe earnings need to come down. I believe PE multiples need to come down. I believe housing transactions will crash 50%.
I believe we will enter a multi-quarter recession. I think 2023 is going to suck economically. But remember what all of my experts have told you time and time again. Recessions, bear markets are not a time to hide and cower. It is a time to do the work. It is time to skill up. It is the time to understand creative financing, seller financing. Write deals that are win-win transactions. I'm excited for what is coming. And then lastly, the hub. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So many people have reached out to me in the last 48 hours saying, Michael, I want to be your house hacking. I want to be the FHA. I want to be the VA rep realtor at the hub. Unfortunately, many of you who have reached out don't live in California. I am very, very appreciative of the love, the support. But let me remind you what I'm trying to do with the hub. The hub is a physical location. It is on Van Ness in the Tower District near Fresno City College. It is a place. I want that place, the physical location of the hub, to become a beehive of activity. I want it to become a place where people go to get help, where they go to ask questions. I need and want realtors to be in the offices. I am willing to get zero rent from those three offices. So thank you for telling me you'd love to do it. Thank you for telling me, hey, can I do it from LA? Can I do it from Nashville? Unfortunately, no. At least in this first iteration, the hub is a physical spot and I want agents in it. I want to send all the amazing people there who want to get help with house hacking, VA, FHA. I then will take these three agents on this very channel for weekly conversations to educate everyone else. That is my give to these soon to be amazing folks at the office. If you know, of a Fresno real estate agent who needs to be at the hub, please tell them about what I'm trying to do. I will invest in them. I want to help more people. House hacking is the cheat code to wealth. It is how a single dad, a single mom making 17 bucks an hour with $89,000 in debt can be financially free in eight years. Dion from Dion Talk. House hacking is how a ninth grade dropout can go from making five bucks an hour to multimillionaire status. House hacking. Anna Kelly, mom, married, two kids. It is how you go from the big house in Texas to a fourplex in Pennsylvania where you have to walk upstairs in the snow. It is the best financial decision she has ever done. I want a house hacking agent in the hub. FHA. First-time homeowners getting on the property ladder, low down payment. It is the only reason I am sitting here today is because my parents sacrificed and bought a house in the Silicon Valley back in the 70s. We, we couldn't have made it without that house. It was something that bailed us out repeatedly. It is frankly what paid for my sister's college education. Again, on the property ladder, the statistics don't lie. Homeowners own assets. They are worth more than renters. And then finally, I would be remiss if we didn't give back to veterans. 
VA loans, zero down. I want to help any veteran who wants to get a home, but I need an agent at the hub who will take the leads, do the work, help these veterans see what is possible. Again, both of my parents served. I'm very appreciative for that. It's frankly where they met. I wouldn't be here without the military. So folks, I'm going to personally invest three offices. I will bring them on my channel every week, but I need them at the hub. I am sorry. It is a physical location. I have this vision of just people coming and going and getting help and advice. So help me do this. What three agents in Fresno need to be at that office? Let me know. Make introductions. Tag them. Get them there. Uh, I think we can help thousands of people every year. It's going to be amazing. Take care, folks. We will do the uh, live Q&A shortly. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Don't forget, some of you need to go buy this hat, either the white or the black hat, because um, you need to be reminded to do the work every day. Just because it's Labor Day doesn't give you permission not to do the work. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. Bye-bye.